Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Arguments with Group Chats. This week, we're talking NFL Week 2, a little bit of recap. Uh, we're a couple of guys with 9 to 5, so we can't do it on Monday night, but we'll get to you as soon as we can. So here we are on Tuesday recording you an episode. Back with me again is my brother, Curtis. How you doing, brother? What up? Doing well. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, Thursday nighter, Eagles-Vikings. Neither of us caught it. Um, I was... <clears throat> I was pinned up with work. I worked about 14 hours that day and you were down seeing the, uh, Bristol race, the Bristol race. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about it here. Um, Jalen hurts a little bit of a tough day. Um, one one touchdown, one interception. Didn't add too, too much on the ground, but the Eagles got it done. Um, so, yeah, Mike Swift and Devontae. Sorry, De- yeah, DeAndre Swift and Devontae Smith went fucking nuts. That was the whole offense. That's that's what's crazy about this game. That was a big takeaway for me after getting two carries and like three total yards in week one. Uh, obviously, Gainwell was inactive, but Swift, you know, took the bulk of the carries. Uh, I think Penny only had a couple carries, but um, he looked like the, the guy that we all were hoping. Yeah. Uh, you know, he ran the ball down the field. Um, he put that fantasy value right back up where people were probably getting ready to sell him off and trade him in for Gainwell. Gainwell gets hurt, and guess what? He's back to you know the, the second string on the depth chart. Motherfucker had almost thirty carries. I would not expect that type of usage week to week. No, even, and the thing is with with, with if, four. Go ahead. With, with four capable backs, like when Swift's healthy, Penny's not in the doghouse, which it feels like week one was. Uh, Gainwell was hurt with his. I think it was a rib. Um, mm-hmm. and then Boston Scott as a, like a pass catching specialist. Um, yeah. but Swift, man, he just showed that we can, we can yeah, ride him. still got it. And in, in the, in the other takeaway for the game is the Vikings, uh, Kirk cousins. He, what a game he had 364 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. He did everything he could thing, like, dude, yeah. And still like, couldn't come away with Kirk way. cousins can't get it done in prime time. He put his fucking dick on the table and said, Hey, have a look. You know? And his, his defense let him down. I mean, you know, to score 20, 28 and still lose by a touchdown, I mean, that's that's a tough one. Um, yeah. But obviously the Vikings defense isn't, you know, like it has been in the past few years. Lost a few uh, pieces from their, from the defense. But all in all, just happy that the, the Birds got a win. As I scroll down here on the uh, the box score, see an old familiar name. Jordan Hicks is on the Vikings now. Didn't know that. Yeah, uh it's funny. You, it's funny with the Eagles uh, linebackers pop up elsewhere, and you're like, "Man, we had that guy. Uh, now he's really good somewhere else." I mean, I I thought when they got rid of Hicks, I'm like, "That's the dumbest fucking thing. He's the best young linebacker we've ever we've had." Okay, not ever, but had in, in my memory. Didn't didn't so, they didn't didn't the Vikings also get Kendricks? Uh, no, they had his brother Eric. Oh, who was gotcha, on, gotcha, who gotcha. was better? Who was a better okay, linebacker? Okay. Michael Kendricks was good and explosive. Yeah, Eric Kendricks was. Uh, much more of what the Eagles actually needed on defense. He was responsible and talented. So, yeah. But uh, Justin Jefferson, 11 catches, 159. Addison looking looking like he's yeah. going to live up. To Addison looks good. It's it's crazy. I mean, uh, when the Vikings got rid of Thielen and sent him, or well, I don't, I don't think they actually traded him. I think he just signed him. him. Yeah, with, with Carolina. You're like, oh, what are they doing? But then they got Addison, and they got a one-two punch with, with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. I mean, Addison was highly regarded. He won the um, best receiver award at, at uh, Pitt before he transferred to USC. So, I mean, he's going to be a baller. Mm. 
And then just one quick thing to note, uh, Alexander Madison after the game, I, I heard it was Vikings fans yelling shit at him. Do you hear about hmm. that? I, I did like, not hear like, about that. Like racial slurs and shit at the guy. Oh. Like that's fucked. Like I heard it was Vikings fans. People were blaming Eagles fans. I'm not sure. I haven't read that closely into it, but um, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't care how much money's riding on your parlay. You don't, you don't do that shit. But uh, moving on, Packers, Falcons. Um, we have got, I'm not loving it. Uh, Jordan Love looked amazing week one. Week two. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. Um, I, I mean, mean three it's on the road. 150 yards. You got to move. Yeah. Down, man. On the road. I mean, the, the Falcons are kind of making me think they have a seven defense. You know, after they yeah. shut down, after they shut down, I mean, Bryce Young didn't look great again uh, this week, but they kept the the Panthers last week to ten, and then this week, I mean, not that they, they, I mean, holding them to twenty four is like any you know big accomplishment, but like just to get it done, like where the Falcons' offense isn't really you know anything that scares not me. Great, I mean, Bijan Robinson really lived up to his draft stock here. Uh, Nineteen carries, one twenty four. That's fucking gross. So, I mean, you're averaging over five a touch there and you know, no touchdowns, but, um, you know, they still managed to get it done here. Uh, it, it seemed like Re- Jordan Love just kind of regressed to the mean a little bit. You know, he's going to he's gonna bounce back here. Uh, Drake London, respectable week after throwing off a goose egg week one. So, that's good. Good for him. Yeah, uh, as, as the number one. Actually, the, one, one uh, fantasy nugget, I, I kept picking up Matt Collins, just hoping he would – you know, blossom as the number two, but if their offense isn't going to be, you know, high rising, I mean, three catches for 60, I think the first week he had, you know, a couple catches as well. He's just kind of like a little fantasy sleeper there with, with the, the Falcons offense. Yeah. Um, I, Matt Collins, another, another old Eagles. Uh, that's that's what I was, that's what I mean. I, I, he caught my eye because I was like, Oh wow. But he went to Vegas last year, had a decent year. I think he, you know, maybe six, 800 yards, but like, um, on a team that didn't, you know, throw the ball super well, they kind of rode Josh Jacobs last year. But you got uh, Drake London, um, and you also have Kyle Pitts uh, on this team. So Mac Mac Collins is kind of an afterthought, but he's kind of sneaky in fantasy. He got like I said, three catches, sixty yards, and I think he had a couple grabs last week as well. Yeah. Uh, moving on here, we've got speaking of the Raiders, we've got Raiders Bills, and the Bills fucking walloped the Raiders thirty eight. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Jimmy G, God, he looks much. He looks much more like a quarterback than he actually is. Uh, one eighty-five, one touchdown, two picks. Not great. Not great. Um, Bills, Bills Mafia got him on him early. I love it. The only good-looking Raider in this game was Devontae Adams. Uh, but the one thing I really want to talk about: Buffalo actually having a running game. Uh, that's something we haven't heard of in fucking years since Frank Gore retired. Yeah, uh, J- I mean James Cook with with that those yards. I mean, uh, he obviously had a, had a good had a good game. I mean, obviously he was a, he was from the Georgia, so like they run the ball well. Um, mm. And uh, I just I just don't think Zach Moss and um, oh Singletary were, were the answer in Buffalo. I mean, don't I get don't me wrong. Think so. I think that they need to do more traditional handoffs because Josh Allen does steal a lot of the carries from scrambling and. But but you don't want you don't want your franchise guy taking all those hits, and he's not afraid. He's not the step out of bounds guy. He's the lower your shoulder guy. 
and just with a big body at quarterback, and you don't want that. No, I've always said I do not want a quarterback who's a tough runner. You know, no, you don't want the Tebow's rolling their shoulders. Like I, I love. That's why I love about Jalen Hurts is when he runs the ball, he runs with a purpose, and he's running to that sideline. He like picks a point out, uh, like yeah. a yard marker, and then goes straight to it. You can see it, like it, it, with the way he runs. Um, yeah. And I love that. Like Oriole slide. Like he doesn't take a ton of hits. And um, <laughs> knock on wood, we'll have, you know, next week he'll get beat up pretty good or something. But no, well, like, he plays like, on Monday. Don't talk too loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, we can move on here. Next up, we've got Raiders Bengal or sorry, Ravens Bengals. Um, the first thing I want to fucking say is, can the AFC North stop selling every fucking fantasy week for me? I'm zero four in two leagues, so it's not uh, looking great. Joe Burrow lays another egg, and Jamar Chase eight targets, five catches, thirty one yards. Not getting it done for my top draft pick. Can you no, he's, yourself, he's he's terrible. I have him in two leagues, and yeah, he's he's been awful. Like especially when I thought I got him, I'm like, man, I'm getting like the best receiver. Um, yeah. But the, the whole the whole, I mean, I get the fact that um, Joe Burrow missed the preseason because of I think was it his ankle, his knee, something. He had he had an injury. You're saying he's not gonna um, make it back next week. But so so you got that. I get it. And there's three three headed monster at, at wide receiver. With Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. I mean, T. Higgins had a game. Um, Higgins did have a game. But, Eight for 89 with two. Yeah, so, I mean, he had a good game. Like, I get it. Everybody, like, you only can feed so many mouths. You still got Joe Mixon. They have a decent tight end. Like, on the offensive side, it's a it's a tough um, it's a tough side of the ball for the Bengals because, like, like they just have a lot of talent there. Uh, but with Joe Burrow not being 100%, I think that kind of hurts a little bit. You're not getting that chemistry back. Um but is, is, are the Ravens the, the team to beat in the AFC North now? I mean, it's definitely not the Steelers, and it's definitely yeah. not the Browns. We'll get, so. we'll get there. But uh, I just want to say this once and very loudly. Throw chase the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, he definitely uh, definitely not, not getting the production that you expect from a guy like him. But uh, so what we got here is we've got another – Eagles farm man seems to be the uh, the theme of the podcast. Uh, Nelson Aguilar was not a name I expected to see pop up on an NFL stat sheet this far down the line. He was the leading receiver for the for the Ravens this week. Oh yeah, I forgot Aguilar's on that team. They got Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, uh, Bateman. They got they got other guys that should be still in the spotlight. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, not a guy I expected to see on an NFL stat sheet. Not no. after his career in Philly. I mean, he looked good. Uh, what was his second to last year? Yeah, he had a good year. Um, I mean, he the, the big problem is uh, it was his drops. He dropped a lot of balls that yeah, should have been caught. He, I mean, he only had that meme where the guy said, I'm out here catching babies and I'm not dropping them like Aguilar <laughs> on the news. That was perfect. I love that. Oh, it's bad. Eagles fan, Philadelphia sports fans in general just are not willing to put up with uh, poor performance. But uh, nope. moving on here, we've got Seahawks Lions fucking shootout of the goddamn week. Uh, Geno Smith, three, uh, 32 for 41, 328, two touchdowns. Jared Goff, 28 for 35, 323, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown gets it done, six catches, 102 yards. Uh, 
the Hawks spread it around quite a bit. No one over 100, but no one really disappointed. Even Will Disley got involved here, 3 for 35. So, uh, Tyler Lockett caught the two touchdowns for this for the Hawks uh, here. Another team with a three-headed monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's not even – like, Jackson Smith and Jibka is still working his way into that offense. So yeah, and and Metcalf and I mean Lockett is Lockett going to get phased out? That's what I, the only thing I can think of because DK is only twenty five, twenty six, so he's not getting phased out anytime soon. Lockett's yeah. been around a little while. You can't pay three receivers. Um, yeah, I, I feel like probably you know, if one of them has to go. It's going to be Lockett yep. because I, you rarely let your number one outside guy walk. Yeah, I, that happen. I just I, th- I think that that team set up well. Um, you know, they, they have a couple of capable running backs. Um, yeah, honestly, yeah, after the surprise, I mean, obviously the, the the Lions win over the Chiefs in week one was overshadowed by Kelsey not playing with Chris Jones, who wrecked havoc on the, the Jaguars. I was listening to that game on the radio, and Trevor Lawrence was under distress every play. So, like, yeah. he, he single-handedly wrecked the, the Jaguars' offense. So that shows you how much he was missed. And mm-hmm. obviously the owner, ownership group goes, oh, <laughs> we need him. bag. Yeah, they're like, hey, pay the he man, let's go. Watch the game and keep, uh, keep it moving. Just saw it happen. It was like, yeah. Nope. No, that's, that was the best thing. Money. Uh, listen, Chris Chris Jones probably was up in the booth going, okay, let's lose this game. Let's lose this game. Because then it just showed how <laughs> valuable he was. I mean, obviously exactly. Kelsey too, but um, like on defense, he literally wrecked havoc. The, the Jaguars, who have a pretty explosive offense, you know, or could be in a really explosive offense, was held at nine points. And yeah. I mean, Doug Peterson, that's – I mean, we're not even at hey, that we'll, game yet. We'll, we'll get the Chiefs Jags in due time. Okay. All right. For Continue now, on here with the Seahawks. Yeah. We're, we're going to get on to Chargers Titans. Titans win this one 27-24. Justin Herbert does Justin Herbert things. Throws for 300 yards and a couple of tutties and loses the game. It's just the most Chargers thing. They've always had talent. They've never had success. Not since Phil left. Even even when Phil was there, they had Phil and LT. Never saw the playoffs. Until. Yeah, granted, I, I they mean, were going through a gnarly Chargers, NFC during the time. I will say this though: the Chargers somehow just keep retooling that running back position. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it, yeah, if it I mean, was from since LT, every year they have a stud at running back, and they're like, you're like, oh, uh, why are they phasing out? You know, uh, LT. It's like, oh, because the next guy's up. And then yeah, why are they scrolls for a couple of years? Yes, and then, scrolls. And then after scrolls, it was Eckler. Yeah. No, was it was it Eckler? Was it that I think long Eckler's ago? Been since scrolls. Wow. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, just they uh, like. I mean, Darren Sproles was good with the Eagles. Um, and then they like, but yeah, they just keep retooling that running back position. And now they're like, oh, Eckler's getting too old. Now we're gonna jump onto Josh Kelly. Like, man. Well, jo- well just, for what it's worth, Eckler was hurt this week. Another reason I fucking lost. Yeah. But uh hey. Um anyway, uh Ryan Tannehill operates within the offense 20 for 24, 246 and a touchdown, takes care of the ball, takes a couple of sacks, hands the ball off to Derrick Henry a fuckload of times. That guy is getting high mileage. He is not gonna see another contract. There's no, no he's not going to way. Hey, the, I do want to the I do, I do. usage he gets on a week to week basis, and it's not just like Oh, sometimes he gets 25, 30 carries a week. It's every fucking week. This guy averages 25 carries a week. Hey, I just want to update you here. Um, there was Brian Matthews, 
and uh, Melvin Gordon in between Sproles and Eckler. My apologies. With the charge. No, I'm just saying, but like that's the thing about that. They had LT, then they had Sproles, then Ryan Matthews, then Melvin Gordon, now Eckler. They're getting ready to what move on to Josh Kelly. Melvin Gordon is like, so bad, I, I just pushed him out of my memory. No, he, well, that, that's the thing. He was so good, but they didn't give him yeah. a second contract. So then he went to Denver. And then Denver, everybody's like, oh, he's old. He's 25, 26. He wasn't that's old. That's the wildest then, thing. Everyone talks about running backs. Like, oh, my God, he's fucking ancient. Dude's coming off his rookie contract. Yeah, basically every time the rookie contract's up, they're old. And, and, like, I don't know if when they do the next collective bargaining agreement, if they can do anything for the running backs because they are getting yeah. shit on, but they are getting overworked. Like, I mean, don't Honestly, get me wrong. You're an NFL like, player and you're making money, but, like, a guy that comes off a rookie contract, kind of like a Jonathan Taylor, say he makes yeah. $5 million. He just led the league in rushing, like, or, you know, yeah. was, was one of the top guys. And then they just crap on him and then, like, kick him to the curb. You're like yeah. – Yes, he made $5 million, more than probably most of us will make in our life. But at the same time, you know, they're bringing that, like, all that value at the running back position, getting the workload, getting 300 carries a year. And then they just me, get tossed aside. If it's me, here's my fix for the running back position in the next CBA. You shorten, the pro- like, if a guy goes into the draft as a running back, he gets a shorter contract or it's worth more money. Like, does so that that's- position just get paid more up front because of the short shelf life that they have? Yeah, so that's why uh, – so they already kind of have one of those in place because, like, Saquon Barkley was second um, second overall pick. He made $30 million on his rookie contract. But if you're not a first-round running back, which not many of them are because they don't like to pick running backs in the first round because they're disposable. Once you get to the second round, you're looking at about an $8 million rookie contract. You know what? So they, give me – give me – granted, this will th- – this would be an issue if you said um, – if there was like a say three year rookie running back deal, and if you wanted to put a fourth year mutual option in there, great. I think that's healthy. Uh, I think something's got to be done because it's every probably every two years. I mean, how many running back holdout type situations do you have? They're the they're really the main position that does it. You have yeah. Le'Veon who held out slash yep. sat out. Um, you have. Uh, Taylor, you've got Jacobs, Eckler. These guys, it's so bad. I mean, even even, he, Sa- even Saquon was going to sit out, or well, yeah. he, he said he was going to play, but he wasn't going to do all the the, the mini camp. Yeah. So so I just looked it up. B, uh, B. John Robinson is on his rookie deal since he was like a top ten pick. He was eighth. Uh, is going to make twenty one point nine. So they yeah. do get the incentive. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're the number one overall pick as a quarterback, you're getting like fifty million. So it's not like. You know, the, the other positions are getting paid, but running backs should definitely like, I think they need to make that second round. They need to also have a tier for that. Like, cause running yeah. backs just, they just get crapped on and it stinks. You see last night, like Nick Chubb, like now his career, he, I mean, he's going to probably finish this contract and he'll be done just cause yeah. people won't want it with a significant knee injury. Um, I think he's still got like another year. I think we got like another year or two on his deal, but it just, it's yeah. tough, tough, tough uh, way to, Way to go. But uh, anyway, we'll move on from Chargers Titans here. Um, Bears, Bucks. I'm going to say it, and I think we all kind of feel it, but the Bears, the new Browns. The Browns have been a decent team for a fistful of years, and the Bears have just continued to be shit. They've been shit for a while. Uh, I think it's time we start dunking on the Browns even more than we already are. 
Justin Fields, 16 for 29, 211. Does not add much on the ground in this game. Baker Mayfield, however, 26 for 34, 317 touchdown, no picks. And really cementing that he is a serviceable NFL quarterback. Serviceable. I mean, at the minimum, I would say. Yeah, I would say I wouldn't say uh, I would want to start my franchise around him if I had uh, other options. But you look at him, and like he's always plays with a chip on his shoulder. He brings the fire. I think he's a team leader. He's always been crapped on because he kind of, kind of plays with that, like, you know, that Napoleon complex kind of like he just yeah. everybody's against him all the time. A little bit, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Mike Evans. It's an absolute fucking machine in this game. Six catches, 171. Uh, just blowing the top off the Bears defense, top to bottom. A hot from start to finish. Four hey, he's five. another He's another guy they said before the year, like especially in fantasy, oh, he's old. Dude's 29. Yeah. He's missed. He had one bad season of injuries, which was last year. Besides that, you look back, he's played 15 or 16 every year. Mm-hmm. You're right. He is a machine. But uh, DJ Moore also looks good here in this this game. Six for 104 on seven targets. Uh, That's good because the first week one, he did not have a good week. Moving on. Uh, we finally get to talk about your Chiefs-Jags. Uh, uh, 17-9 Chiefs. Not a very Chiefs-like game. It's just not. There was less than 30 points scored. And mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes, 29-41-305. Two tutties and a pick. Trevor... 22 for 41, 216. And like you said, he was under pressure all fucking day. Um, but it really seems like both teams are a couple of guy, a couple of players and a bunch of guys. For the Chiefs, Mahomes and Kelsey and a bunch of guys. For the Jags, Lawrence, Ridley, and a bunch of guys. Despite Kirk having a good day, 11 catches, 110 yards. Um, yeah. 45 of that came on one catch. Kind of, they they definitely they kind of mirror each other because they both have like suitable defenses. They both have great quarterbacks. I mean, obviously Trevor hasn't won two Super Bowls. Get it? But yeah. he's still a couple years younger than Mahomes. Um, but yeah, he did definitely face a tougher challenge with Chris Jones rushing him all game. Got I mean, there was four sacks on him, but he was under pressure. You know, the whole game. Obviously, they didn't get a running game going with only seventy four yards. Um, but the the one thing that I can compare the the two teams is that Mahomes loves to spread the ball around. Obviously, his his side is stacked. Nobody had more than five catches. You yeah. know, and then in the same – I guess, yes, Christian Kirk was kind of, I guess, Trevor's safety blanket, but most weeks he's spreading the ball around to a lot of guys. Like this week obviously yeah. was, a, was an outlier, 11 by Kirk and uh, six by Ingram. But, I mean, he's got Calvin Ridley. You know, he's got Zay Jones. Like when Zay Jones didn't have a single catch, you're like, huh? He was targeted thing, six times. The other thing to look about, look at when you talk about these guys being mirrors of each other yeah. is Patrick Mahomes came into a pretty decent Chiefs team. Yeah, and they sat in behind what, like Alex, uh, Alex Smith, Smith or <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, like Trevor Lawrence so, came in is, is and is the savior of the Jags franchise. Oh, he I came mean, in like Jesus outside with of the, the golden locks. Yeah, outside of the year where they were Saxonville and made the playoffs. Um, Oh, they were. Jags have been terrible for years and years. And they just had that stud defense. They had the stud defense with Ramsey and those guys. Like they were awesome. And then they basically leaned on Fournette for those four years. Um, because who was their quarterback? 
Bortles? Blake Bortles, that's right. Blake Bortles, who could, like, I mean, he had decent games, but he wasn't, like, all the time. He wasn't consistently good. Right. So, but uh, honestly, I, it probably been a great game to watch. This is, this is going to be, this could be an AFC championship or probably a divisional round, at least. Matchup. I agree with you. I don't think this is the last time you see this matchup this year. No, and it's it's weird because it almost felt like one of those games that like it was perfect for Jacksonville to face the adversity they did with Chris Jones because now they got tape and and go okay now we see him in the playoffs this is what we got to do to stop him and I think it can, it's a it's a heavyweight matchup you know they threw a few jabs nothing was crazy you know the offenses didn't go off but. You know what? They felt each other out, and now they're going to, like I said, they'll probably meet in the playoffs. And it's we'll, an we'll early see round some fireworks. prize fight. Yep. We'll see them uh, in the playoffs against each other. I think so. Moving on, we've got Colts-Texans. Uh, Colts win this one 20, or 31-20. Uh, they get this week's participation trophy for beating up on the Tanksons. But uh, Weird. They just had the number one pick. You're saying they're going to tank again? Who are they tanking for this time? They just got just CJ Stroud. Franchise. They're tanking every year. No, I mean, C.J. Stroud looked good, though. 384 yeah, yards. I mean, but, uh, Big news out of this one. Anthony Richardson going down in this game. Concussion. Uh, not great. We don't like tough runners as quarterbacks. I, 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 don't, I don't understand the, uh, the thought no, and process. No, he, and, 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 he's, and he's played well so far in the first couple weeks. Yeah, it it's really is a shame to see him. He was looking good. He looked good week one. Week two, goes down with a concussion. Uh, don't be a tough runner. Don't be a fucking hero. Just get to the boundary. Yeah, I mean, uh, so far uh, on the year, uh, was it 30 for 47? 63%, not terrible, especially for a rookie. Yeah, 279 absolutely. yards, a pick, and I think a touchdown. Dropped back a shitload last week, too. But, uh, yeah, well, 37 times. I mean, he only, got, he only dropped back 10 this week before he got injured, but. But uh, C.J. Yeah. Stroud looked really good, uh, especially for failing that fucking Wonderlick test, getting like a 10. Are you serious? I, I, I think he got like a really shitty score on like the quarterback Wonderlick test or some shit. <laughs> that was like a thing hey. on draft time. Uh, that's funny. But no, he um, like he can obviously sling it. Uh, that's that's one of those things that when you come from a college program like Ohio State or Oklahoma or you know Clemson or Alabama, well Alabama until this year, but they spread it out. They're slinging the ball all over the field. Like the NFL teams almost need to to change their offense from the tri- like they say it doesn't work, you know. But Ch- Chip Kelly was successful for a year. Like I think they just lost his locker room. But like, but yeah, well that's that was the, he worked his team into the ground and they started yeah. to hate him. But like the spread offense does work in the in the pros. Like obviously airing it out, that's what the, the game's made for. Um yeah. and I think I think with like a, a CJ Stroud coming in with an air raid basically offense, like maybe not quite the uh Washington State, Texas Tech air raid, but like he's used to slinging it. He's not afraid mm-hmm. to throw the ball. Um and obviously the NFL game, um, the windows are a lot tighter for receivers. Um, or quarterbacks to get to their receivers. Like where college, a lot of times you're throwing the ball into a space and your guy's coming in to catch it and just running. Yeah. Like in the NFL, it's you have to put the ball on the spot uh, or else, you know, you're just going to get deflected, get picked. You know, you can't, you can't just put it into space. And uh, I think, uh, I think that, I think CJ Stroud's going to be a good pro. Um, I think just so, a, they dropped a, him a bad back. team around him. Speaking of, speaking of drawback times, they dropped him back almost 50 fucking times this game. Yeah, they, they, they trust him. They trust they trust him to sling the ball, and I think that's good yeah. because, you know what, even if he's going to see – I mean, 
384, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, what else could you ask for a rookie in the second Honestly, game? yeah, you can't ask for much more out of a rookie. But the it, I mean, thing, a loss under, and, underrated thing to oh. talk about here is uh, it's a little bit of a matchup of previous Buffalo running backs. Zach Moss running for Indy with uh, – Singletary, uh, yeah, with, for with, Houston. Yeah, you know, and Singletary for Houston. But Zach Moss rushing for Indy with uh, Taylor on the I pissed off the owner list. Yeah, so uh, it's weird because Texans should have a better run game. They literally have Damian Pierce, who was on pace for a thousand last year. Like, what's happened to him now? Like, where, where is he at? I don't know. It does. It's wild. Sense. It doesn't make sense. But uh, we'll move forward here. Niners Rams. Niners take this one 30-23. Uh, in a in a in a game that we didn't think was gonna be close, and ends exactly. up being a seven point game. It's crazy. And here's what I've got to say about it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, as injury prone as he is, is going to have a hurt back by week five if he has to keep carrying this fucking team. <laughs> there is so many yeah. goddamn weapons, and they're running McCaffrey into the goddamn ground. So, I mean, 20 carries, like, it would be better to be about 15 because yeah. you know he's going to get the swing passes. And he's he going to get receiving some... work. Yeah. I mean, how many did he have in this game? He had three. So, yeah. okay. So now he had 23 touches in the game. That's a lot. But, but I mean, they also but they also use Debo as a running back. He had five carries for thirty eight, but then McCa- yeah. uh, and then Debo also had six catches. Like I get why De- Debo is one of those players that if you're going to use him in the backfield and the receiver, he should probably get paid a premium. Premium, you know, he yeah. should be the twenty five mil guy, which I think he is. I think he's getting about twenty five million, but like he's going to be worked like a running back. But also that's going to shorten his you know career. Like yeah. he's he's going to be taking those shots as a running back and. It's wild. I mean, the, the Niners just keep rolling. I mean, that that it was it was tight at one point. I think it was tied, um, but uh, they prevailed. And and people think they're the number one team in the NFL. I don't think they are, but they are playing well early. They are with, especially playing well with, early. But let's be honest here: it's the Niners. They have a good team most years and never. Get yeah. Done. So so that, that's the thing with with Brock Purdy, great quarterback, smart with the ball, um, but he didn't have any touchdowns. Didn't have any picks. So you're he's obviously not lose you many. He's not going to lose you any games, but he's not going to win you that many either. It's crazy though, because like I can't believe he was Mister Irrelevant. Because at Iowa State, he was a good quarterback. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just wild that he was third string last year before, you know, Trey Lance went down originally. Then Garoppolo. Then they're like, oh, we got this, you know, Mister Irrelevant Brock Purdy, and he goes out and wins like his first six games. And be, in his first game, he beats Brady, you know, in the Bucks. So. Um, the, what's the last Mr. Irrelevant you actually heard about doing anything? Chad Morris? No. Not Chad Morris. Yeah, fucking Morris started a couple games in the NFL. Started a fistful. Yeah, from Clemson. Yeah, he was. The, the, the Clemson transfer. But who yep. was an asshole everywhere he went? Oh, uh, yeah. I, he I think it came out that he was coaching a high school game and then got like, it made like national headlines. That he was being a gigantic douchebag, which tracks. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the other thing I want to talk about here is Puka and Tutu. I now know who you are. Two strong weeks in a row. I know your guys' fucking names now. Yeah, that's what you're saying about the, you know, Stafford slinging around to people we don't know. Um, they still have Van Jefferson. They still got Cooper Cup. Um, but Cooper obviously, obviously Cooper Cup. Yeah, I know he's on the IR. But I'm just saying, like, they still have receivers, you know. But it is wild that they were competitive in this game against, you know, probably a top five NFL defense. Yeah, and, and we talk about dropping back a lot. Fifty-five yeah. attempts. Holy shit! That's and it's crazy. The crazy part is, um, Williams still had a day, day on the ground. Uh huh. 
You know, he still had 52 yards. I mean, well, a day. I mean, he had 52 and a touchdown. Yeah, a day. No one's like, going to be upset about that. No, as a fantasy guy, he definitely yeah. can't be. But, um, I mean, and he caught six out of the backfield as well. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns total, uh, 20 touches, 100 yards on the nose, and two touchdowns. Yeah. No, no one's going to be upset about that as a fantasy owner. Absolutely not. And, and, uh, so go ahead. Uh, I'm excited about the next game. Sorry, I'm just jumping right. the gun. Moving on. We've got Giants cards. What a I, I, squeak job. Holy 31-28. So, oh, my goodness. And so I was invested in this game heavily. Um, I listened to the first half uh, on the radio. Uh, I got home from Tennessee and flipped the game on instantly. Uh, and I must have been the good luck charm because they were down, I think, 21 nothing at half or 20, 20 to nothing at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first drive of the second half, one minute scored. Uh, Daniel Jones, like they were like, you know, Saquon's not getting paid. Daniel Jones is a bust. Like, why are we paying 40 million? And then he came back just in. And it was like every possession. I think we scored four out of their four possessions in the second half. Mm-hmm. So. But like Daniel Jones was was hitting receivers. Saquon looked explosive like this team like I don't know what happened I guess uh, you know the Cardinals just you know blew their load in the first half and said all right we're we're good we're, we're up 20 to nothing these Giants look like crap and they did uh but that second half man to tie it at 28 28 and then to get the ball back and go down and kick the game-winning field goal it was wild like I mean the Cardinals the Cardinals own the first half Josh Dobbs like you're like wait Josh Dobbs that means they're tanking right because he's like been a yeah. you know journeyman backup. Um, exactly. Nope, he looked he good. Ball out of Tennessee. He looked good, smart. Like that's the thing. That's the thing they talk about. They're like he's a smart guy. Like not just on the football field. Like rocket physics or some shit. Rocket physics, you know, intern at NASA, smart guy. But like his yeah. balls were money. Like he was firing it, slinging it around the field. But then the second half, he fell off. Fell off a cliff. It was wild, but. Um, yeah, as as a uh, as a person who doesn't normally root for the Giants as an Eagles fan, uh, it was a crazy comeback, and to see that uh, was was wild. And actually, Daniel Jones looked like he earned his money in the second half. So yeah, James Conner in this game um, looked great as well. Twenty three carries, one hundred and six yards. Definitely a change from what we expected when he left Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I I thought that when he left Pittsburgh, it was kind of like we're sending him off, and um, this is kind of like the career ender. He's going to Arizona to retire, get himself an RV. Um, but the dude just keeps cranking out seasons, and he looks good. Like, I mean, obviously a guy that beat cancer, you're thinking, okay, you know, his body, you know, immune, like he's not going to be able to hold up, you know, these many years, um, you know, in the NFL, and, and he just keeps cranking it out, just keeps keeps working. It's wild. Yeah. Um, another, another guy out in the desert another guy out in the desert that uh, you thought was going to get an RV Zach Ertz, 6 catches, 56 yards oh, the same damn thing Dude, guys yeah. out there. him and, him and, him and uh, Connor got the RVs together and they're like, people think we're retiring okay <laughs> they look, no, the Ertz man I, and it's crazy because I've kind of stayed away from him like in, in like a fantasy league and stuff like that because I thought when yeah. he left the Eagles and Goddard took over it was over for him. Like he was kind of yeah. done, but like he just keeps, he just keeps making plays. Like, I mean, yeah. 56 yards, six catches. I mean, he never touched on this game, but you know, on a team that we thought was tanking. <laughs> yeah. But uh, move on, moving on to a quick one here. 
Cowgirls, Jets. Uh, Cowgirls take this one 30 to 10. Uh, yeah, no no competition this one. Nah, Zach Wilson, maybe maybe just go be a, go go wheel mill, say like, oh yeah, I was a quarterback for the Jets in New York. That'll kill. Come on. Yeah, uh, I mean, one time three picks, 170 yards on 12 completions. That's that's pretty fucking bad. Uh, if you're if you're the Jets here, you've got to be looking at least for a, another quarterback. Uh, you can't just ride it out with Wilson. I, I thought with the gonna... kind of expectations they had this year. I was hoping that they would just go to another um, uh, veteran player in Tom Brady. With no, the Jets, I don't. But... No, no, I, I, no, I don't want to see him again. I don't want to see him. Anymore. I, I know. I was hoping for as a as a personal fan that he would come back just for you know uh, even fourteen games. Just give me give me a little extra. Oh, he's playing. Uh, he's playing out in Dallas. I'll I'll be at the game. Yeah, but uh, Tony Pollard looking showing no signs of slowing down. Ceedee Lamb. The lone bright spot of my fantasy week. Thank you, sir. Moving on again. Commies Broncos. Uh, Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. Let's go, dude. Hey, listen, it was... 39, 299, two tutties. Looking like he might be the answer at quarterback out there. They were down early. And I go, man, you know, all this hype on the, the you know, the commander's defense. Sam Howell, like, I, I, I believed in him since he was a freshman at UNC. And all of a sudden, they just came storming back. And I think they were up seven uh, or ten, I think it was at one point. And I'm like, no way. Like this is mm-hmm. this is for real. Like they're gonna win this game. And I almost I almost bet them when they were down, you know, twelve points, fourteen points, whatever they were down. And I was like, you know what? It just doesn't seem right. Like they're gonna come back, they'll make it a game, and they come back to win. I mean, Sam Howell is is a really good quarterback, strong arm. Obviously, Russell Wilson's had a kind of a bounce back year. Yeah. Uh, as in uh, as in his performance, not the same yes. with teams doing better. Yeah. But uh, like Danger Russ looking dangerous again. Danger Russ. Yep. Uh he 18 18 for 32, 308, three yeah. touchdowns. Uh looking good. The one thing I want to say here is uh, similar to the Jamar Chase situation. For the love of God, throw Jerry Judy the football. I'm not trying to donate $250 this year for fantasy dues. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy because um, you know, that with the, with the receiving core that Denver had between uh, Judy, um, Cortland Sutton, um, they even had uh, the guy from Penn state. They ended up cutting, um, you know, it's, it's, it's wild. And then yeah. in this Marvin Mims, 113 <laughs> yards, like, Where'd he come from? Just drafted this year. Two catches. Two catches, 113. Yeah, he's like a he's like a Deshaun. He's like a Deshaun uh Jackson. It's like he's gonna get a catch, but it's gonna be a 75 yarder and a touchdown. Like (laughs) so it's it's crazy. You can't bank on him to get like 15 catches in the game, but Marvin Mims, man, just just balling out on those couple catches. Yeah. But uh next up we've got the Finns Pats. Uh two it. 250, one touchdown, one interception. Mac Jones, 31-42, 231 uh, touchdown and a pick. Uh, It is not just the two of Tyreek show down there. Raheem Mostert got it the fuck done. 18 carries, 121, two touchdowns. Uh, Waddle, four catches, 86 yards. Tyreek Hill, five for 40, still gets his stuff, got his touchdown. So, you know, Um, maybe, maybe two was not cooked. What do you think? You see what I'm doing? Uh, are you playing the world's smallest violin over there? Or are you just doing the money dance? Money dance. The <laughs> Finns, Pats, man, they won me 120 bucks. 
I loved uh, it. I picked I picked I picked them to win. I picked them to do the under. I picked two to go over. I they they did everything like literally every bet I made on that game won. Like Mac Jones, it scared me for a minute. I thought he was gonna <laughs> lead the team to a win, but um, Tua he's explosive with those receivers. You know, Moser had that big touchdown. He would like dance into the end zone. I mean, mm-hmm. it's wild. The the Finns are nothing to be messed with. Like they yeah. could also be. At, at, like, they're probably a top three or four team right now in the AFC. I can see, like, obviously now that Casey's back to kind of full strength, um, you know, the the Jags, uh, I think, are going to be a player. But the Finns, I think they are a player now. Like, especially with Rodgers going down, like the Jets are kind of just eliminated from talk of being a contender. I mean, I'm um, sure Uncle Scotty's very excited. The one <laughs> Finns fan I know. The one. Yeah, I mean, like, it, you just think about, like, the NFC South. Like, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. You think of the West, it's the KC Chiefs. Uh, you think the East, it's definitely got to be the Dolphins or the Bills. But, like, the Bills, I don't feel like there is a complete of a team. So, I yeah. think it's just, I think it's the Finns' division to lose. Like, they have such an explosive offense, and they're clicking on all cylinders. They're young. They're fast. Like, it almost feels like the Bills are, like, a veteran old team now. You know, it's 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 weird because they it almost feels like their window's closing, and it might be this year is their last year where they really have a chance. I think we talked about this last week. The same thing, like your Von Millers, like it was great to get him, but he's in his thirties. Like he's not the guy he was, you know, as an MVP with the the Broncos with Peyton Manning. So I don't know. I think I think the Dolphins are going to be a team that is definitely the road goes, not maybe not through Miami, but like. They're definitely going to have to to play Miami to get through. Yeah, they're going to be involved there for sure. Yep, uh, yep. Next up, Saints-Panthers. Last night. Yeah, another another uh, in a long line of fantasy woes. Uh, Jamal Williams gets hurt in this game. Uh, tough luck <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's, tough it's luck for me too. Um, but uh, Chris Olave looking like a true blue number one receiver here. Six catches, 86 yards. Derek Carr, 21 for 36, 228, no touchdowns and a pick. Bryce Young, 22 for 33, 153, a touchdown, no picks. Took care of the ball, but didn't really do much with it in his hands. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders, another Eagles farmhand, 14 for 43, no touchdowns. Kind of looking like an Eagles Miles Sanders stat line. But he's where, not where sure are you going to turn it near as much? Are you going to talk about your new uh, your your fantasy flex? Uh, my fantasy flex? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Ah. Yes. Nine carries, 75 yards. How do you lead the team as a tight end? Tight end, quarterback, running back. He's, he's going in the flex next week because I don't oh have my any gosh. in Dynasty League, man. It's but, wild. Uh, like, but, but he just he's like, it's funny because I was thinking about this while I was watching the game last night. Sean Payton used him as like, you know, a jackknife, like trick of all or you know, all trades kind of yeah. guy. But the then the, the new coach has done the same thing. And uh the, the coach, uh, I forget who their offensive coordinator is, but look, he's basically taken the same like uh, philosophy and just said, hey, we're going we're gonna to toss him in there at quarterback a couple times because if they show they're going to load the box, we're going to throw it. If uh, we're going to pop him out on a little screen pass, you know, we're going to line him over the backfield. Like it's just, it's wild what they can do with this guy because he's so athletic, but he can still throw the ball. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it's a guy that I would love to have, but sometimes, I mean, it gets a little too gimmicky. But yeah, as a yeah. fantasy guy, like, dude, you can put him in a flex spot and he might throw a couple passes. <laughs> so exactly. it's it's wild. This is this a crazy game to watch because I was watching both. I was watching the Steelers and the Saints, the Panthers game. Speaking of the Steelers, let's move on. 
two Brown Steelers. Uh, a game the Steelers had no business winning, 26-22. Sure um, didn't. And it, Chubb, what happened to your legs? No, it was, it was, it was as, as Mike Tomlin called him, Mr. Chubb. Mr. Chubb. Mr. Chubb. What happened Chubb. to your leg? I, that's, that's uh, I think, uh, I, honestly, I think that, that recently. Minka kind of came in with a, a, a blow with a helmet to the knee. I didn't like it. Uh, there was a low, like a high-low kind of deal, kind of like they don't want the offensive lineman to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the one thing about this game, it started off with a bang. You know, Deshaun's first pass, tipped, boom. Uh, Highsmith, touchdown. Like, that yeah. kind of – that already put me back on like – interception. Yeah. Like, they almost like they, they were talking about this on the radio the one day. Uh, maybe we should charge the wide receivers with the interceptions instead of the quarterbacks when they tip it basically to another. Thank you. Um, char- charge the receivers. But, no, the, that game started off crazy and – uh, the fact that the, the, the Browns actually came back, took the lead, I think it was like 21-17, uh, I'm like, wow. Like I'm like, they're going to come back and win this. And then who comes but uh, T.J. Watt with a strip sack touchdown. Like, come on, man. The, guys, the guy literally, when he's healthy, is the defensive MVP every year. And it's sad yeah. because, like, obviously we hear the local media in Pittsburgh here talk about how um, unfair it is that they even compare T.J. Watt with Miles Garrett. And last night, what did Miles Garrett do? Uh, he didn't disrupt the game that much. I mean, he, he, you know, he did his thing, but TJ Watt literally won the game. You don't, you can't say that about Miles Garrett very often. Like he just took over the game and won it. Yeah. And I think that's um, one of the things that like, it's kind of like a, a JJ Watt. They're like, well, why do you win three MVP or defensive MVPs? Because he literally took over games. Yeah. And that's what TJ Watt does. So I definitely, I wasn't a believer, but man, that's, that's one of those games where you say, okay, yep. yep. He did it. But uh, the last thing I want to leave on uh, this here game is uh, Steelers fire Matt Canada or be or rotten mediocrity because you there are no choices. This um, offense stinks. Or just continue living on the fact that Mike Tomlin doesn't finish under 500. Yeah, congratulations. I, your nine and eight season where you did absolutely nothing and are going to have a shitty draft pick again. They, they always talk about how Matt Canada was the coach in Maryland when Tomlin's kid went there. Uh, there must be something going on there. Like maybe his kid wasn't good enough to play on the team or something because there, he has to owe the guy a favor. There's no yeah, reason for him to keep him something. around. He, there's something. He owes him some money. I don't know what happened. Maybe he looked at his wife wrong. But I'm just saying this, that Matt Canada's offense is so stale. Kenny Pickett, a guy who balled out as a senior. I mean, I get it. It's college to pros. But like, this team has looked stale for three years. Even with Ben Roethlisberger, they looked stale. But mm-hmm. Roethlisberger at least would would audible out of the place. Like it's just, it's 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 sad yeah. because and they are not even running the ball. Like okay, you know what you say, Kenny Pickett. Not that he's a bust, but like maybe he's just like a middle of the road quarterback. Okay, well why aren't we running the ball more? They they bulked up their offensive line. They got Nate Herbig. You know they they uh, drafted Broderick Jones as a left tackle. They got Sam Wallu you know, as well. Yeah, and some out from the Eagles. And mm-hmm. so so we have we they bulked up this line in Pittsburgh and they really had me tasting the Kool-Aid early in the preseason because they looked good. And now we were back to running the ball 20 times a game. That's it. Najee should have 20. Jalen should probably should have, have 20. He should have 20 carries. Jalen should probably have eight to ten. Like they <laughs> should be pounding the rock with this line. And they're back there throwing the ball 30 times with Kenny Pickett. I get it. You want to be an explosive like the NFL is different. It's not a ground and play defense kind of league. Um, 
but it's just it's sad to, to to see what should be a good team and they they lucked out because of two defensive touchdowns yeah but uh it's with that i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up uh thanks for hanging out with us thanks for listening to our thoughts on nfl week two uh tune in every week we're gonna be posting tuesday night wednesday morning something like that um and beat ups it's up. Thank you.